Welcome to the Spirit Room. I'm Melissa White. And I'm Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. We're mediums. And moms. And we're inspired to create this space for the spiritually curious, the developing intuitive, and the soulful spirit. Welcome again to the Spirit Room. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Spirit Room. It's Melissa White. Um, I'm doing a solo episode this week, so it's just you guys and myself. And what I really, really wanted to talk about was the importance of having a circle and what participating in a home circle can do for you and and what that experience can be like. And so um, I guess I would say, you know, a huge part of my development and a huge part of my journey started at a circle. Um, I went to learn to meditate because I was going through a great amount of stress and anxiety uh, at a time in my life where everything seemed very difficult and I really was seeking, I was really searching for a deeper meaning. And so I was kind of guided to to show up to this meditation night And um, I remember bringing a friend along with me because I was nervous to go. I didn't know what to expect. I certainly didn't know that it was going to be a psychic development circle. Um, I actually found that out once I got there. Um, But what a beautiful synchronicity. What a beautiful, um, uh, you know, orchestration on, on the world of spirit. You know, what they were able to have happen. Um, so I, I went and I sat and I'd never meditated before and I had such a beautiful experience. It brought me to have tears in my eyes and I, I felt like it was the first time that I'd really ever been able to fully, fully touch my soul and I felt amazing amount of energy. I saw all kinds of things within my mind's eye and of course it opened up a lot of questions I certainly didn't realize, oh, this means that I'm psychic or this must mean that I'm a medium, Um, but it certainly opened the door and it felt so healing. It felt so beautiful to be in that energy. And so um, I kept going back. I kept going back every single week because what I found was the exercises that we did, some of them came very naturally and very easily and I wanted to know more, you know, and the ones that didn't come naturally and the ones that were more difficult, more challenging, it made me want to, you know, learn even more and try even harder and kind of figure it out. So I would say it became a place where it was a drop-in circle. So it's a little bit different than what Danielle and I um, usually provide for people. But it was a core group that sort of the same people you started to see every week. You know, there's maybe six or seven of us that would come every week and what it became was a place for me to know that no matter what was going on in my life at the time I always knew that Wednesday night was reserved for spirit and it was my time to be able to just connect with them and to feel their love during that time um, you know there was a lot going on Um, a lot going on in my personal life Um, My mom ended up having a stroke during that time, and I was the one who kind of um, found her and had to call the ambulance, and she got misdiagnosed, and she ended up, um, we ended up figuring it out, but I really feel that that connection with spirit 
is what helped me through that experience because I really thought that I was going to lose her at that time. And so I remember I, I missed a week and I came back the next week and I felt like I sat down and all of a sudden spirit was just right there. It's like they'd been just waiting for me to take five minutes and just sit and be silent so that they could come close to me and offer me this love and this this comfort. Um, the other thing you know that you, that I gained from it was confidence and trust. It was a place for me to try. It was a place for me to experiment and practice different intuitive exercises and different um, different ways of working with energy without the pressure, you know, of, of doing it as a, as work, you know? So, um, looking back, I would sometimes wish I could go back to the beginning because it was so exciting. Every time, you know, you had a spirit come through or every time you got something, you know, right about somebody in a reading, it felt so phenomenal. It felt so amazing. It was just this like rush of energy. Now, of course, there's times when it still feels that way, but in the beginning, I don't know, there's something, there's something really powerful about the very beginning when you're just figuring out your abilities. So for those of you that are in that point in your development, I would say just enjoy it. Enjoy being a beginner. There's nothing to lose. There's no pressure on you, you know, so just, I would say just try, you know, and if you feel inspired by something, explore it. Definitely, definitely explore it. So um, what I would say also is that the people that I met at that time in my life became very much um, like soul family, you know, these friendships that start to develop. And I think it's because you're all sort of in um, this space where you're, you're open and you're allowing yourself to be a bit more vulnerable than you might be in your everyday life. And of course, spirit's there, you know, so you'll have to excuse my voice. I do have a bit of a a uh, cold and a, a chest cold that's going on. So if I sound different, that's why. Um, but anyway, so, you know, really, really bringing people together, you know, for a purpose. So um, what I would say is that, you know, I, I may not have gone into it planning to work professionally. I, I didn't. That wasn't my goal. Um, but what happened was I was able to go and just enjoy it and surrender to the experience and then, you know, I I had some people that were asking me to read for them outside of, you know, like if they had their mom wanted a reading outside of class or a friend of theirs really wanted a reading. I did that. I just kind of went with it. And then within about a month of doing that, I had booked myself solid, like full time work. And I never could have predicted that, but that is what happened. Um, and I just kind of never looked back. It's been go, go, go. It's been going since then. And so I often think, you know, it's all because I was able to uh, be brave and show up to something that I didn't know what was going to happen and I didn't know anything about. Um, I trusted my instincts. You know, it was a place that I felt safe, a place that I felt like, oh, okay, this is for me. Um, and I was willing to put myself out there. So, um, you know, what, what Danielle and I like to offer for people, I can't speak for Danielle, but I know um, for myself, what I, what I love to offer people is a safe place. So I know what it's like to go into a learning situation in the intuitive arts and in mediumship and feel like you're 
not good enough or feel like everyone else is so much better or everyone has more experience or to, you know, to just kind of have that doubt. And what I would say is my, my wish for people that are coming into my classes is that you would just feel that you're there to experience and, and just sort of try and see what happens, you know, without this pressure, without this need to get it right or get it perfect, like just being able to have something also that's for yourself. So lots of um, people, mostly women that come to my classes, um, they've spent a good chunk of their lives really being all things to all people all the time. And, you know, perhaps that this circle that they join is the first thing that they've done for themselves in a whole, like a long time. And so even if it's just a time for your soul where you're just intrigued, you're inspired, and you just want to see what happens, I think that's so valuable. You know, it can be for personal development just as much as it is, if not sometimes more so, than it is to kind of develop skills or to see what's there. Um, so my, my sort of way of teaching is yes, to help people to push themselves out of their comfort zone. And I will do that. But I also feel as though it, it, for me, it has to be in a way that's gentle and that there's a trust built up, you know? So every person who comes into my circle, I need them to feel that, you know, they're, they're able to trust me to help them with their development, whatever that's going to look like, whatever that's going to entail, and it'll be different for each person, certainly. And so um, what I would say is that if you have that safety, if you have that trust, if you feel seen and you feel understood, then you're able to put yourself out there. You're able to try an intuitive exercise and, and see what happens. You're able to surrender to the process a little bit more. So that that's what the, the goal is. Now, I've had many different circles over the years. Right now I've got one, two, three, four, five, four or five on the go. Um, and some are intuitive development. Some are strictly pretty much mediumship, mentorship. But the thing that they have in common is that each group kind of forms this bond. They kind of form this um, kind of like familiarity with each other. It's like a soul family kind of connection. And so you start to notice that people have similar life experiences or things to teach each other or things that we can learn from one another. And so it's a really beautiful thing to see people create these connections on a soul level, these friendships that are uh, many times lifelong, you know, lifelong friendships. I did have one circle. My first one went for about four years. I think it was four or five years. And that was an amazing experience. These women you know, we went through thick and thin. There was births of babies. There was people, you know, family members that passed. There was divorce. There was all kinds of different life experiences that we went through as a group together. And so it, it can be quite phenomenal. And no matter what, even though that circle is no longer meeting, um, those people will always remain very close to my heart. You know, that's a, a group that I'll never forget. Um, so it's, it's quite, it's quite amazing what you can create together. Um, so what I would say is, you know, it's not just to get the skills. It's, it's also more than that. But I also think that if you're, if you're interested in, in development, if you're interested in fine tuning your skills and you're not in a regular development group, 
it's really hard to progress that way on your own. It is. I think that the group energy, the group dynamic of being together, you know, one or more gathered um, to raise a vibration, that in itself is extremely powerful and healing. Um, But the other thing is you have to be able to practice your, your intuition and your mediumship. There are muscles that need to be worked out. And you can read all the books that you want, but unless you're putting it into practice and you're trying these techniques and these methods, um, you're not actually going to get very far. And so at some point, you just have to do the work. You have to show up and you have to be dedicated to it. You know, I think we demand oftentimes a lot of spirit and we're not always the best at dedicating ourselves back, you know. So if you say you're going to do something, you're going to meet the spirit, at, you know, you're going to come to circle and you don't show up, essentially you're, I mean, you're letting yourself down, but you're also letting down the people in the group who are depending upon, you know, your energy to be there to keep it consistent. But you're also letting down the spirit world. You know, they're investing a lot of their time and their energy into helping us, helping us develop, helping us learn. And for us to just not show up, I think is kind of rude. <laughs> and I think also that, um, you know, it just, it's a, it's a two-way street, you know, so we can't be demanding. Um, we need to look at, you know, the, our, our development and working with spirit, look at them with reverence and treat them with respect and treat them with that care and that love. So, you know, it's important to have that. I also think you want to be a, prof- say you wanted to be a professional athlete. Obviously, the, if you were, say, like a hockey player, Game time is super important. What you do in the game is important. But what's equally as important is all the training behind the scenes. And I would say your meditation practice or your sitting in the power practice or your contemplation and prayer practice, your development group, your dedication to your learning, that is your training. That is your, um, what is it called? Like conditioning training that athletes would do. So you can't have one without the other. You can't have that amazing success if you're not willing to put in the work behind the scenes. And so, you know, I would say I am, I am a gentle teacher. I am an understanding, empathic teacher. But I also am pretty strict when it comes to being serious about development. So I'm not one to um, want to encourage anyone to come to class unless you're willing and ready to give your all to it. And take it seriously. You know, of course we have fun. Of course there's moments of laughter. Of course there's, you know, all kinds of, uh, all kinds of lightheartedness. But at the end of the day, uh, especially working with spirit, that's something I take so seriously. And so I do sort of expect that in return, you know, from students. It's not a game to me. It's not a joke. It's something that is extremely personal and extremely, um, extremely important, you know. And so we can't take it lightly. Um, so that's just basically what I wanted to say, that there's you know, sort of value in finding that circle. Um, and it doesn't have to be intuitive development. You might find that it's a Reiki share um, or that it's an energy healing circle. Or maybe it's a sisterhood circle, you know, where I think people, it's more so like sharing and upliftment and inspiration. Whatever it is that... Is, is sort of uh, inspiring you. I would say definitely 
take a look at that, you know, and it's worth trying out. Um, I give homework in my circles and I know some people don't like it, but I think, um, it's valuable. It is important because it gives you something in between classes. It gives you something to focus on. It gives you something to try at home, see how it goes and then come back and then we can discuss it in class and we can compare experiences and I can give you some insight into maybe what you could try next time or, or whatever, So, you know, that's why I do it. And I think, you know, lots of times I find with certain students, they're like, well, can you tell me the steps? I don't know how to do that. And I say, no, I can't tell you the steps because this is the homework is to try it. I want you to use your intuition and see what works and see what happens. I'll give guidance and I might give a general idea. So... Um, you know, it's, it's always, you know, it's always an experiment. It's always interesting. That's what keeps life interesting. I mean, if we had a step-by-step guide to every single thing and a process, there's no room for, there's no room for inspiration. There's no room for finding out new ways or trying to, you know, trying to come up with a new way. So I think it's important to keep open-minded, um, and to, you know, to realize that, uh, intuitive development, especially mediumship too, these are not the types of things that you can have a one plus one is going to always equal two. Or if you do this, this, and this, then you're guaranteed this result. That's really not the way that it works. And so you almost have to become okay with not knowing how you're going to do it. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I talk a lot in my classes about how that feeling that you get before you're about to throw up that's kind of the feeling that you get before you start working with spirit or working with your intuition. And that's actually, you start to crave that feeling. You start to like it after a while. Um, so I think it's a crazy thing to, to enjoy sometimes. I think that lots of people would be terrified and think, why would you put yourself through that? Why would you repeatedly put yourself out there only to, you know, there's a possibility that you could be very wrong. You could misinterpret something completely. Um, but I would say that it's well worth it. It's the thing that I've dedicated most time and energy to in my life. And it's been the most difficult at times, but it's also been the most beautiful and the most rewarding. So you can't have the reward of it without some of the, some of the challenge. You know, I think that that goes without saying. Um, the biggest thing I would say is not to give up to really remain um, stubborn, have a stubborn heart, you know, really, really just keep showing up, even when you don't feel like it, or even if you think that you're the dud, you know, everyone always thinks that they're the dud in every class. And what's, what's interesting is that everybody has their own unique qualities and their own unique strengths. Um, One of my teachers, Tony Stockwell, I think he might have written uh, an article about this at some point, but he was talking about how all of us are kind of like our own, like a, our X-Men, you know, our mediumship. We all have different strengths. We all have different abilities. We come together and we're like this group and we, we can create these amazing things together. But not everyone is supposed to have the same abilities and not everyone's supposed to be exactly the same. Um, I know for myself, my mediumship is um, fairly... It's fairly well-balanced when it comes to evidence and then also the emotional, 
but it's constantly evolving and changing. So I'm always striving for that balance of the great evidence plus this sort of emotional healing aspect. Um, I, I'm good at really getting into the um, personality of this, this, um, the spirit communicator. I'm good at getting into their thoughts. I'm good at bringing forth whatever the person, the sitter needs to know that is going to be helpful to them, that's going to bring them some healing or peace of mind. Um, so whatever that might be, I'm really good with the clairaudience. So I hear a lot, I feel a lot. Um, but there's other people, my colleagues and stuff that are so much better at, um, you know, talking about their, maybe the, the spirit communicators occupation, what they did in life and maybe talking about, um, the physical body. Like they know about the anatomy of the body and they can talk about very specific illness related things you know, things that I might not have as much awareness of, but it doesn't mean one is better than the other, you know, or, or anything like that. It means that both are needed and you can always strengthen what isn't already strong, what isn't naturally easy for you, you know? So for me, yes, there's certain things I know are quite easy. I can always get that information, but I'm working on it. I'm working on always expanding into the things, like strengthening the things that don't come naturally to me. And so that's the, that's the goal, is to continually learn and grow and evolve. There's times when you might need to take a step back from your education in the spirit, you know, in mediumship or in working with your intuition, because you need to integrate, you need to put it all into practice, and then you'll come back to it, you know, and then there'll be another class to take or another course to take. I find if I go too long, if I go more than about six months without taking some kind of class or course, I get antsy. Like, it just doesn't feel good to me. Um, so I always have to be teaching and I always have to be learning. That's just part of my journey. So I will leave you guys with that. I mean, it's short this week because it's just me. Um, I hope that it's interesting. It's different without my friend Danielle here. So I will say I miss you, my friend, and I love you. Um, but I will leave you guys with that. So feel free to, you know, comment, send us some messages or post in the Spirit Room Podcast Facebook group if you've got any questions or any comments about uh, this episode. And I hope that you find, I hope that you find a circle that's right for you and the teacher that's right for you. Um, so I'll leave you guys with that. And I would say, just let your faith be greater than your fear. That's what I would want for you. That's what I would leave you with. All right, take good care, and I'll be chatting with you guys next time with Danielle. Okay, 